Good evening, everyone. May the Lord bless you. Thank you for uh, tuning in to our live broadcast. We're going to be now doing this on Thursday nights and Sunday nights at 7 p.m. And so you'll be able to watch on our website, jasondemars.com. You'll also be able to get the recording after the fact on uh, on our podcast. You can do it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, etc. And it'll also be on each of our social media pages. Uh, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, the same goes. If uh, you feel free to get in touch with me at jasondemars.com or email me at demjas at gmail.com. I'll be gl glad to take your phone calls as well. We're going to continue on our study on the book of Ephesians. We're going verse by verse, and we're in chapter 2, looking uh, at starting with verse 19. Now, therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. All right, we talked about last time how Christ, through his death on the cross, broke down the middle wall of partition, and we're no longer, as Gentiles that have come into Christ, we're no longer separated from the promises of God to Israel. We now are partakers of uh, hope. We're with God, we have God, and we're not strangers from the covenants of promise. And uh, it was through Christ that he made one new man, the church, made up of Jews and Gentiles. So now it's speaking to Gentiles. You therefore are no more strangers and foreigners. You're not, you're not illegal immigrants anymore into this covenant. You are welcomed in. There's a path to citizenship. <laughs> Amen. You can become a citizen by what? As Peter said, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It starts with faith in the Word. God creates within your heart a faith in His Word, you receive it, and he commands you to repent. So you repent. You turn away from your sinful life. You seek forgiveness for your sins. And you walk in uh, a life of repentance. And then you're baptized in his name, immersed in water as a believer. It's not infant baptism. It's immersed in water as a believer. Because the Bible says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Then there's the promise that you'll go on and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's the baptism of the Holy Ghost by the new birth. We're fellow citizens. There's that path to citizenship we go through with the saints and of the household of God. In, through Jesus Christ, we sinners of the Gentiles are now made near to Him and a part of the household of God. And verse 20 says, And are built, this household is built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. We are not built literally on the human beings, apostles and prophets. They're sinners just like you and I. We're, they needed a Savior just like you and I. 
But what we're built upon is the revelation of their teaching, the revealed truth, the apostolic and prophetic teachings is what we are built upon. And who's the cornerstone of all that? Jesus Christ. And verse 21 says, In whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. We're each stones, Jews and Gentiles, we're each stones building up a habitation of God, a temple of the Lord. We are literally being shaped and formed to be the new Jerusalem. Here the picture, though, is that we are the temple. We are the dwelling place of Almighty God. He's shaping. Notice he says, the building fitly, the stones. Jesus Christ is the corner, cornerstone. The apostolic teaching is stone by stone, the foundation. Then you and I are built on top of that. I am a stone. You're a stone. And it's shaped Remember the Bible said a human hand couldn't touch the stones for the altar? It's God's hands picking out the stones. He is shaping them perfectly, setting them together to build His dwelling place where His presence is. And the Bible says, In whom you also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. So we are God's dwelling place through his spirit just as in the old testament when they got the whole temple set up put together the people began to offer sacrifices as they did that the shekinah glory came down a supernatural light came and indwelt the temple that's what you and i are that's what the spirit of almighty god is dwelling you know me, I only have the Spirit by measure. You, you only have the Spirit by measure. We have a portion of His Spirit. But when we put us all together as the body of Christ from all seven church ages, that whole thing together is the fullness of God, bodily dwelling in a bride people. Uh, we're going to go into... Chapter 3 now. For this cause, I love this, for this cause. So in other words, because Christ broke down the middle wall of partition, has welcomed us in to be fellow citizens with the saints, and is building us into a holy dwelling place of Almighty God. Paul says, for this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles. Isn't that beautiful? Paul considered him as the prisoner of Jesus Christ. He was a captive. In another place, he calls himself the bondservant or the slave. He was called by Jesus Christ, and he was to be the slave of Jesus Christ, to do whatever the bidding of Jesus Christ is. He's his prisoner. For what? For what purpose? For you Gentiles, for you and I, for each, each one of us. Christ called him and was using him for his purpose on our behalf. 
And he says, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you, word, how be it, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words, whereby when you read you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. He wrote before in a few years. What is he talking about? He's talking about the Jews and Gentiles coming in and being in one body in Christ. That was the mystery. The Jewish people knew that Gentiles were going to come to faith in God through Christ, but the thing that they didn't know was how that would happen. That revelation came to the Apostle Paul, and he wrote about it and spoke about it. He says, if you've heard of the dispensation, dispensation means a specific dealing of God during a specific period of time. So this dispensation, this way of dealing with the Gentiles, was given through Paul. The dispensation of the grace of God. We're living in the grace age. We're living in the dispensation of grace. If we go back through the history, you look and see that they had the dispensation. This is the dispensation of the grace of God. In the future will be the dispensation of the millennium. We had the dispensation of the law. We had the dispensation of the promise to Abraham and his seed. We had the dispensation of human government. We had the dispensation of conscience. And we had the dispensation of innocence. Seven different dispensations through history. We're on the sixth dispensation. Here it is called, one place you can call it the church age or the church ages. But it's really one dispensation from the time of Paul until the rapture of the church. It's one dispensation, the dispensation of the grace of God. But that dispensation is broken up into seven different epochs. Seven different ways God dealt with the church throughout those ages. Uh, verse 5, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of man. Uh, sons of men. It wasn't the sons of men speaks of the prophets. This dispensation, this mystery of how the Gentiles would come to Christ was not revealed to the prophets as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. Now it was revealed in particular to Paul, but it was also revealed, this truth that was revealed to Paul was also revealed to the other apostles and prophets that were ministering the word today. But Paul was the main uh, messenger, apostle, that was used of the Lord to bring this revelation. Verse 6, this is the mystery, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs, and of the same body, and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. What is the mystery of Christ? The mystery of Christ is that you and I as Gentiles can come in and be partakers of the same promises that Jews were made. Verse 7, Whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. So Paul was made by the will of God, by the purpose of God. He was made a servant, a doulos. He was made a servant 
For what purpose? According to the gift of the grace of God. So Paul's ministry is a gift of the grace of God to us. Uh, uh, it's the by, by, how was it given? By the effectual working of his power. The ministry of Paul uh, was the effectual working of God's power for you and I, for us Gentiles. Verse 8, Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given. Paul always considered himself the less than the least of all saints because he was a blasphemer and he was injurious, he said, and he persecuted the church of God. He, he did a great deal of harm. Je when Jesus met him in the way, he said, Saul, why do you persecute me? And so you remember that when the, the true elect of God are being persecuted, Jesus considers that he himself is being persecuted. So Paul was actually persecuting Jesus Christ in the form of his church. that this grace was given to him that he should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. What a beautiful, beautiful word, unsearchable. It means they're so deep, they're so powerful, they're so strong, they're so effectual that you could never reach the bottom of the searching of this, or, or I should say reach the top of searching for these things. All right. And to make men, all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. We will start the next time with this particular verse um, once again because I want to go more de detail into it but he was ordained of God to make all men sent as a minister through his ministry through his obviously his epistles um, to be that minister which makes known the unsearchable riches of Christ and to reveal the truth that was hidden in God from the very beginning of the world so God had this mystery of how he was going to deal with all nations. It was hidden in him before the foundation of the world. Now this mystery was revealed through the ministry of the Apostle Paul. It's hidden in the Old Testament, revealed in the New Testament. Thank you for listening to our first live broadcast in the evening. I'll remind you again that it will be on Thursday nights and Sunday nights at 7 p.m., any questions, prayer requests, testimonies, or topics you'd like me to cover, please let me know at jasondemars.com. May the Lord richly bless you.